Hello and welcome to Inverticast. I am Leah from Tarantulia. Um, and I have with me, as always, uh, Simon from the Mantis Garden. Hello, Simon. Hello, Leah. Oh, so, oh no. What is going on with my. Okay, here we go. We're. Crazy thing. Um, I must have hit a button or something. So, today we are going to be talking about Reduvide, also known as, well, that's the subfamily that they are, but these are assassin bugs. Um, they're pretty popular throughout the invert hobby. Um, they're really, really cool pets. So we're just, we're going to go ahead and jump right into talking about these guys and why we keep them, what they eat, what they do. And yeah. So Simon, do you have uh, anything to start us out with assassin bugs? I know you have um, a few. You've made a couple of videos about them. Yeah. I do. I have the... Uh... Pachymeris fugitatus, and I have uh, Cytala Arida. I'd like some more, uh, yeah. but they're quite difficult to get hold of, you know, the different species of them. Uh, mm -hmm. because the, the, the African ones are, are, are quite chunky, nice and big, so they, they make pretty good pets. But uh, I, I don't mind the, the, the smaller ones, like you've got stuff over there, like wheel bugs, etc. Right, um, yeah. We we just don't have here, so I would like some of those or something similar. So I have to wait oh, man. And see if they turn up in in our hobby, of course, because I'm in the UK and you've been in America. It's uh, a different set of books, if you like. I could say books a lot tonight because these are actually true books. True and books, yes. Yes. <laughs> to remember is um, all insects are books, but not all books are insects, which is you know. <laughs> Oh, I like that. I like that. That's funny. No, absolutely. True bugs. So true bugs are um, in a sub, like a, a subfamily of insects that are, that are known as um, hem. Sorry, hemidip, hemidip, Yeah, hemiptera. <laughs> I have trouble sometimes with the Latin it's, words, but it's ancient um, Greek actually. It's hemi, is it really? awful part. And uh, terror, as everyone knows, means wing. So it's just half wing. wing. Half wing, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's that's exactly how they got their name, and that's why what makes them a true bug mm. is that half of their wing is a hard kind of exoskeleton type material, whereas the other half is the mucus type of kind of a mucus or a membrane. It's a um, membrane on the end. So you've got like the the last part of the wing actually there. Yeah. On that, the last part of the wing is, is sticking out and it's just a membrane showing with the, yeah. the veins, etc. You should see three or four veins normally. Right, that uh, that's amazing. Um, so yeah, uh, it, so it's a pretty big family of insects, obviously. There are, um, I did a bit of research and I found that there are four like sub orders of the Hemiptera. Um, and these are really huge probably greek and latin words that are are incredibly hard to pronounce so we've got the Ar arcanal heinka um or hoppers they're type of hopper so i'm gonna assume that these would be like grasshoppers crickets stuff uh, like that no, they wouldn't they're they're different uh order okay in the insect order the hoppers are talk about things like leaf hoppers so you've got like the leaf oh. bugs, um, stink bugs, leaf bugs, aphids, oh. they're all in that sort of, in that area under a mitra, which is an umbrella, as you say, that contains several different orders. And the yes. mitra is actually a subspecies, like a, a not species, sorry, a suborder. Yeah, the suborders. Covers, covers like assassin bugs, etc. But most uh, mitra actually eat sap from uh, stems of uh, plants etc oh that's pretty fascinating so yeah we're going to focus on um assassin bugs which are in the suborder of heteroptera which would be true bugs um and so they also include like six other suborders <laughs> of <laughs> of insects 
So we've got the aphidoidae, aphidoidae, um, yeah. so aphids, you know, they also oh, include, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, it's basically I, irritating I, flies like uh, thrips, um, huh? aphids, black fly, all, all the stuff you find on roses and stuff in your garden, they're just there sucking the sap out of them. But that's yeah, that's one that's one order. That's one sub order, so you say. Right, uh, right. <laughs> I, I can't look at it in front of me here, so I can't I can't read anything to sort of you know <laughs> I know I've got my little my little notebook here. You're in charge um, of that, you're in charge of that, definitely. <laughs> I try. Um they also it also includes cicadas, so we've got the cicadae, um and then tingidae, tingidae, I don't yeah. There's so many. It's crazy. But assassin bugs are in the family of Reduvidae. So Reduvidae. Um, I'm saying Reduvidae. Yeah. I'm yes. saying that probably so wrong. <laughs> um, but these guys, they're really cool. And uh, let's, we can go with a little bit of their anatomy to begin with. So they, um, they have this beak-like structure as a mouth that they use to essentially puncture their prey and it injects their venom and then the venom basically helps to break down that inverts uh like insides and whatnot so that they can slurp up all the juices and that's essentially they are a carnivorous insect so they they prey on other insects and so that's they use that little beak for um it has a a proper name and <laughs> I so just Ross, don't know it. Yeah. There you... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've heard some people say proboscis as well. It's, it's a yeah. Proboscis. Yes, I believe that's. I think but you're absolutely I, right about that. A couple of couple of nose. Um. So it, it, it's not quite right. The rostrum is, is probably the correct word for the beak. Mm -hmm. So I, I'd go with rostrum. Personally. <laughs> No, all good. I mean, I've never been like stung or bitten by an assassin bug, which is good because I hear it's kind of painful. Um, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, I, it's almost like a bee sting from what I hear, but it's actually a little more painful because it can last actually a couple of days of like the stinging sensation and just overall itching and um, uh, just discomfort and. It's, you know, it's just not a, not a fun bite for sure. Um, and there are like blood sucking types of assassin bugs, which I didn't realize there were. Um, I also learned that there is another type of assassin bug that is really common here in the States. Um, they're commonly known as the bed bug hunter. So they're called the masked bed bug hunter. Um, and that is exactly what they do. They essentially hunt for bed bugs. And so people have been bitten by this type of assassin bug um, just because, you know, they're actually after bed bugs, which kind of cool. They're very beneficial in that way. Um, they also, you know, they assassin bugs are pretty beneficial to a lot of people just because they uh, they go after, you know, pests and and other bugs that we like really aren't great fans of if you will um but they're really fascinating creatures because again they are those true bugs so the proboscis is something that is uh known to be prominent throughout all true bugs um and so yeah it's it's pretty cool i have they are also social so they do live like communally um i have a couple i have like three of the the white spotted assassin bugs which are apparently really common here uh in the states in our hobby um and they're really they're a lot of fun to watch uh you just dump some crickets in there and stuff uh and they will pretty much do their do their thing they'll hunt down the crickets and whatnot um but then like fight with one another over crickets they'll steal crickets from one another I've also seen them sharing crickets, so it's really fascinating to watch them because they are uh, really cool social insects. Like they, they have that social aspect to them. Um, so, do you know how many 
separate species of assassin bugs that there are? No, not off the top of my head. I, I've, just, I've just gone through them then, the ones I know. It's like you missed that, the, the kissing bug, which yep, is kissing. the most well-known of all the Ametro is probably the kissing bug, which is, you know, responsible for like a, a lot of problems, a lot of illness, especially in places like Brazil, where it's it's quite prominent and people do get bitten by it and it passes on all sorts of things. Mm. So, yeah, bit of a dodgy one, that one. And no, I don't know how many there are in, in, in their order, so you can enlighten me with that one. Yes, definitely. There are, I believe there are four uh four species that are actually uh you should be wary of because they do spread some diseases that can be very like dreadful um obviously but for the most part they are not not quite as dangerous um but worldwide there are 7000 different species of assassin bugs which is very impressive um 100 <laughs> uh, again i mean they're 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 very widespread throughout the world, um, and 160 of those species are native to the United States. So, I mean, I'm only we're only really going to talk about like one or two that we know of, you know, that are really really common, and most people kind of know what they are, like the will bugs and kissing bugs, um, and then of course the the masked bed bug hunters, uh, but. I mean, 160 here in the States. I'm not sure how many uh, are in Europe and whatnot, but I mean, they are pretty much found on every continent except for Antarctica. And Asel, also, uh, you mentioned this to me, and then I did a bit of research. Uh, we found one of the very first fossils that was ever found in um Colorado or like the Green River or what is it the Green Valley region of like Utah and Colorado bits of Wyoming um there they found a 50 million year old assassin bug fossil which is pretty impressive <laughs> again it's one of those things that you know how cool that they found that and it was 50 million years old so these are not new bugs if you will um yeah so there are, there are a lot of them though. I mean, it's it's like you, you see an insect, and you, you don't think anything of it apart from I'll just squish that or whatever. You don't realize mm -hmm. they've been here so long, and a mm -hmm. lot longer than we have. I mean, man's yeah. history, as in Homo, well, not Homo sapiens, but just just this genera, uh, yeah. a, a man, let's say, a human, only goes back two million years. So when you're talking fifty million years, they've been they've been, they've been like 25 times longer than we have they've been around oh absolutely which, which yeah absolutely realize you know you don't really have any right to go around squishing these things or killing them they've been here longer than we have so you know, yeah get respect i think a lot of them because i can't see us being around in 50 million years to be honest with you. <laughs> so you know they deserve some respect <laughs> even when we've gone i you know i can still imagine yeah. them hanging around doing their thing Thinking yeah, absolutely. Bye, you know, <laughs> we'll just carry on. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think it's quite impressive that they've been how long they've been around. All, all right. Groups, you know, like you say, assassin books, fifty million years. That's a hell of a long time. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, there there are you know pieces of amber that you know usually go up for like auction or go on sale, and they can cost like two to three hundred dollars depending on the piece. But they have found these, like, Jurassic Park was actually legit, that there are bugs in amber that are 150 million years old. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's something to be said about how long these uh, insects and just incredible species have been here on Earth. And, yeah, like you said, 25 times over, they've been here 25 times longer than we have. So it's it's pretty fascinating if you will um and let's yeah let's see so boz Ant says awesome thank you boz Ant. we appreciate that absolutely um so yeah like let's let's talk about you know uh what makes assassin bugs 
so such cool pets because obviously they are pretty uh, prominent in the hobby. I think a lot of people who keep inverts also keep assassin bugs. So what do you think makes them such a cool pet, Simon? I, th I think it's the feeding response, to be honest with you. And the, one of the biggest factors for me is uh -huh. my apprentice here behind me. I've got to keep them all in one pot each or whatever. <laughs> yeah. My assessment books are over there in a big tank. And there's loads of them. And they're just like hanging out together. They don't care, crawling over each other. Nobody, nobody gets hurt. No trouble here. You know, just as long as you've got enough food. They're quite happy to live communally, which which is something that you know. If you're used to keeping things like mantis or even tarantulas that you can't keep together, you get one one bug like this. You think I can put ten in here or twenty in here, and they're fine together. So really, uh -huh. it is a, a, a big attraction, I think. And also, you've got several different species. They're very colourful. You know that they're, they're beautiful to look at, and the feeding response is brilliant. I mean, you can chuck a handful of crickets in, and you might have ten on the floor going for different things. Whereas, like, if it's a spider mm -hmm. or a mantis, you just give them one thing each time, and that's it. It's right. Open. But just chucking a, a, an handful of them, watch them all go crazy over them, sharing and fighting over them. It's, you know, <laughs> I, I, I just find it really fascinating to watch. And as a bonus, you can uh -huh. make a tank look nice you can oh plant yeah with real plants you can do a background you can make it look nice and they won't ruin it at all it's brilliant whereas you know mantis don't really ruin it but you can't have the plants and you know gabby's so busy otherwise it disturbs the molting so there's a problem there as you know tarantulas they kind of mess things up quite a lot <laughs> they do <laughs> You know, and you've got other you've got other inverts like that would mess it up or eat the plants or you know dig them up mm -hmm. like giant millipedes for instance you dig everything up they don't care eat them they up. do yeah so you know you can you've got a tank there which is basically a terrarium you can have it as nice as you want bunk some assassin mm -hmm. bugs in everybody's happy you know you've got yeah, some absolutely you've got colorful bugs you've got a nice looking tank and it's going to stay that way as long as you keep throwing the food in. So, you know, I'm all up for them. I think they're brilliant. Really are super cool, super cool books. I, I think so, too. I actually really like that they are very colorful, um, especially the the Harda species. I forget what the, the Saitala, first. Saitala Harida. Saitala Harida, yeah. They, they are, they're beautiful. They're such a beautiful yeah. species. Uh, I also think that they make great pets because they have that social aspect. Just like you said, they're going to be, you know, chasing crickets around and, and fighting one another for crickets. They're going to, you know, sometimes they share the crickets, which is another really cool thing to watch because, um, you know, like, like you said, with mantises and tarantulas, they don't really do that a whole lot. Um, I mean, I can think of one species that is kind of communal in the tarantula hobby. So like the Monocentropus balfouri. Yeah. yeah um, they, you know, and if you get a big enough colony of these guys, like they will share prey items, but uh, not like the assassin bugs. Definitely not. Um, or the, you know, Cytola horrida. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, they're just so cool. They're really fun to watch. It's fun to watch them hunt. And then once they get their prey, it's kind of cool to see their proboscis come come down and stab the cricket, you know. Um, I like watching them grow. I like, you know, as they, because throughout their lifespan and their molts and whatnot, they, you know, they kind of change color. They start to look differently. Those wings are coming through. Um, I mean, they're, they're pretty fascinating creatures, absolutely. And I think that, I think they're kind of underrated, to be honest. I think they're just one of those inverts that's just kind of underrated. You know, people know about them and, and possibly enjoy them, but I I feel like they just don't get the credit and attention that they really deserve because they are really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, true, um, true. Fantastic. I mean, you've got the, you've got the others uh, playing for them. I mean, molten, you don't have the same problem with molten. You're not worried about molten. Yeah. 
They'll, they will hang like mantis on the back of the line anywhere, and they'll just slip out the malt, and you, there's no worry. Yeah. Not like you would be with a spider or a mantis, the malt, and you're like, oh, quick, don't disturb them, don't make any of it, because they'll, you know, yeah. fall off and die or whatever. But with those, it just doesn't really matter at all. And the other thing, pairing them. You haven't got the same oh. we've got with tarantulas and mantis, where you're pairing them, and it takes hours, and you're messing about. You just yeah. in the tank, and they'll pair themselves. It's great. They just lay some eggs. Yeah, they do their own thing. That's it. If they do their own thing. If you've got ten, <laughs> you're going to have a hundred babies in a matter of a month or two. Oh, I believe it. I believe so, it. You know, Wait. you can't fault. I can't. I can't find anything wrong with them apart from finding somewhere to put the babies. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you don't, <laughs> you are, you've got thousands of them because you just keep reproducing. <laughs> they do. I have uh, I have three that are still like juveniles and nymphs. I think one that is on the verge of becoming an adult, um, but the other two are still pretty small and they're they're just uh, they're juveniles, you know, if you will. Uh, but they're like I said, they're a lot of fun to watch. They are really really cool. Um, and they're pretty. Mine have those pretty, like, stripes, the yellow stripes on their legs. They they don't quite have those white spots on their back just yet. Uh, but, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing that as they grow. Um, I love watching them eat. I love watching them hunt. I mean, I could sit there for a very long time watching them just hunt the crickets and eating. Um, the only thing that I will say that is definitely a bit different than the tarantulas and and possibly even with mantises oh yeah definitely with mantises is that when they're done eating they will leave the exoskeleton of their prey item they'll kind of just drop it and leave it whereas tarantulas and mantises eat the whole thing so there's nothing nothing left behind right um so that that is one thing you do kind of got to go into the enclosure and like clean out some of the the dead exoskeletons from the crickets and whatnot um because you don't want to leave that behind that that's going to attract those gnats and aphids and uh you know other little pest creatures that that really can cause problems obviously i um, actually keep um an armadillidium species with them uh, i suppose that eats, okay they eat the bodies the leftovers so i never, oh, have, wow. to, never have to remove them because they eat them so it's not a big deal. I see, and I never thought to keep the iso- isopods in with the assassin bugs because I was worried that, you know, the assassin bugs would actually eat the isopods. But I, I suppose they wouldn't. If, if they're really hungry, they will have a go. But okay. if you eat them crickets, they'll go for the crickets. I mean, okay. the Amadalidium species are really tough. Um, so, you know, it, and they're good at getting away from things to be honest with you they're really good at it because they roll up in a ball it, it's uh-huh. quite difficult for them to to bother with so okay yeah, I, I find out no problem with them at all they just carry on eating and breeding so i might have to introduce uh might have to introduce a few <laughs> yeah yeah just just make sure the cheap ones yeah right that's, well that's- and i do know that I do know that uh, assassin bugs will become cannibalistic if there yeah. is not enough prey items for everybody to eat. Um, so that is another thing to kind of watch out for with these guys. Um, but as long as you are feeding them properly and you, you put enough prey items that everybody at least gets one or two, then you shouldn't have a problem with the cannibalistic uh, tendencies from from these guys. Um, but they're... You know, there's just such a fascinating creature, and they there's actually a lot of uh, benefits to assassin bugs in you know in the environment. I know they actually help with pest control, and you know we we talked a little bit about crops and you know farmers using beneficial insects to kind of keep those pest pest populations down um, to protect their crops and assassin bugs are one of those inverts that is actually really beneficial to farmers. Um, unfortunately, they're not really used as much as like ladybugs and mantises are um, throughout the farming 
population if you are the farming community, which I think is a real shame because <laughs> I think they're a lot more efficient than than ladybugs and and mantises probably would be. The problem Although, I, I think is the fear of the fact that they can they can bite us. I think that's that's a, a, a bit of a you know concern. I think that's probably why you don't use them. Yeah, I could see that because you're probably right. Sorry, I'm sorry, Simon. <laughs> yeah, it's like if if what, for instance, was a good, which they are, they are really good for getting rid of things. Um, Absolutely. But you you wouldn't. If I had a farm, I can't imagine ah, I'd just let this wasp swarm go because I'd be frightened of them stinging me. So yeah, I can I can see the same thing with assassin books. You'd be like, should I put? 10,000 assassin books on my crops or not. <laughs> so it's, it's like you, you, you get bitten to hell, I should imagine. So I think mean, they do really hurt. You were saying before about you not being, yeah, they do hurt, yeah. They're not a pleasant uh, bite at all. So yeah, yeah, definitely not. It isn't it's... something you, you want to get bitten by or test. So but yeah. also when I say this, don't believe uh, the coyote guy either, because oh, you know, no, on the floor screaming, that's ridiculous. But, <laughs> he, uh, actually, he, he did an episode where he got, he, uh, I mean, he purposely gets bit by a lot of creatures, yeah. but he, he got bit by a Goliath bird eater, um, which obviously is like the largest tarantula species in the world. Um, and his reaction to the bite was just kind of like, are you, you're, you can't be serious, bro. Like that is not, no, because the way he reacted to it, the way he put, you know, that pain scale of that bite, I was just kind of like, no, I think he's full of crap. Um, <laughs> and I hate to say that about him because, you know, he does have a lot of really great information about, you know, inverts and creatures and, um, you know, so as far as that goes, I really love what he does. But when it comes down to like when he's actually taking the bites and stuff, it's just kind of okay. He's he, I feel he over dramatizes things a little much. Just I think for that attention, you know, kind of that clickbait, if yeah. you will. Um, so yeah, don't 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 put a ton of stock into him and his reactions to bites. I agree with you on that. Um, but the information that he puts out on the species of, of critters that he's being bit by is all really great information. Uh, yeah, so it's just, it's just the rolling on the floor business and the screaming and the, it's like, yeah. you are not serious, mate. You are not serious. They do not hurt it's, that much. It's that yeah. And the other thing I don't like is that you say he got bitten by um, Goliath Bird Eater. He must have really, really wound that up. For it to bite him because they just don't bite us, do they? You know that. No. Bite us on no. purpose. So no, definitely not. Biting, <laughs> you've got to wind it up, and I, I, I don't like that. I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's fair on creature, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I, I feel that it kind of plays into that fear mongering side of things, where okay, this is really scary, like ah, and it's just not, it's not really fair to the creature. To, to be honest, like it's not really giving that creature a fair shake. Uh, just be just, you know, because then you're just breeding fear into people. You're just like showing them, giving them reasons to fear things. And it's like, no, let's give people reasons to understand and to yeah, embrace yeah. these, you know. Um, but yeah, I agree. I feel like his re reactions are just, they're just over the top and it's kind of silly. Uh, you, you can put a stacky book on your hand. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Yes, it does bite you, but you can put one on your hand, and it will walk around. <laughs> the hand. But unless you start poking it, it mm -hmm. ninety-nine percent is not going to bite you. It's yeah, I mean you're not. Oh, that's food. It's oh, it's just something to walk on. So you know, it's not. It's not going to bite you. It's not going to attack you. Uh, sometimes they go for your fingers in the tank if you put your hand in. But if you're doing this, you know your hand. Probably looks like some kind of bug, so yeah. I don't, I don't really blame them for that. As I say, I don't either. <laughs> and it will walk on your own, and it, it, it's fine. But yeah. 
I yeah. wouldn't advise anybody to handle them. You know, just I agree. They yeah. might buy, but if you really, really want to, you can do. I mean, they have the potential, but it's not, you know, it's not going to be a deadly thing. It's not going to be something that you're really going to need to worry about so much. Like I said, there are a few species, but uh, they are in more kind of remote areas of, you know, like the Amazon rainforest and stuff like that, that they they will kind of spread. There's a couple of diseases that that can be very uh, problematic, obviously, but those species are are going to be pretty rare. Like you're not going to come across them, you know, in your backyard or something like that, you know? Um, so, yeah. So the risk for those guys is pretty low, but as far as like the common species that we all know, like, you know, wheel bugs or the, uh, the masked bed bug hunters, you know, if they bite us, it's going to be a bit painful, but it's not going to be, you know, like what you said, Coyote Peterson rolling around on the ground, like dying. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be that. Um, I haven't been bit, so that's that's fascinating. I know you said you have, so do you have any like firsthand experience? Like, can you tell us a little bit about what that experience was like? It's just a lot of swearing, really. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, that's, that's all it is now. You know, that's not an attitude. Yeah. Sure. But nothing, nothing else. You know, nothing, nothing more than that. You know, swear at it a few times. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's it, really. Um, but it's not pleasant. Did it draw? Did it draw any blood at all? Was there, you know, because I know yeah. it's more of a, like a puncture wound, right? Yes. I mean, were you yeah. able to? Yeah. Just, uh, that's it. You know, like you do. Go. Just a little. Okay. Cool. So I mean the bites really aren't as as much to be worried about. I mean, if they do draw blood, it's probably not gonna be a whole lot. Just wow. that tiny little boop, you know. Which I mean, is great. If you don't like blood, then you know, it's uh, don't don't handle them. <laughs> I mean this guy, this guy has brought more blood. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So <laughs> your mantis. Yeah, this guy this guy can bring a lot of blood, believe it or not. Oh. Hell of a lot of blood. Like if I was feeding it like that now and it grabbed my finger instead of the food, it, uh-huh. it, it would cut it and it would it would cut it in several places and a lot to bleed. So oh. yeah, I would say they're more dangerous. They're scary. Okay. It's, it's scarier than uh, definitely scarier than a assassin book. So you know. If, if you've got yeah. a mantis, you've got pet mantis, don't worry about your assassin book. That's not the one that's going to hurt. No, nice. yeah, I think I've been bitten by um, a mantis. I think I've been bitten by a spiny flower mantis, uh, <laughs> that African species. And I, I, yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, well, yeah. I love them. And even though I did have, like, it wasn't a bad bite, it didn't hurt as much as as you, you, you might think it would. It was a little bit of a sting, but nothing, nothing like, it didn't even last more than like 10 minutes, you know, like it wasn't very painful. It was just kind of like, Hey, what are you doing? You know? Uh, <laughs> so I would imagine girl, that last week, um, <laughs> she drew blood on my wife. She actually bit her enough to, to, to draw blood. So, Oh know. goodness. And that's a tiny, <laughs> that tiny mantis. That is a tiny, tiny mantis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this one's quite a chunky monkey. So, you know, <laughs> If that one, if that one, uh, it's not the, the bite, it's the, it's the arms, it's the, the arms that hurt. Yeah, so, right, and they right, right. Passing book because they, they don't let go. Well, they don't. You can get them off, but they don't let go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, books, put right down on the pain scale, right down on the, yeah. you know, the worry scale. I would say yeah, absolutely. Good. I'd say they're like a, a 0.5 on the pain scale. It's They're not very painful. It's not going to be something that you're going to have to like go to the hospital for. It's definitely not like life-threatening or medically significant. They're just, you know, they're, um, they're I'd love them though. I really do. I, I think I would take a bite from one of them anytime uh, just because they are just 
such cool critters. Like they're just such cool, uh, fascinating insects and they happen naturally all throughout the world, which is another reason that I think they are really, really cool. And, and, uh, you know, keeping, keeping people from fearing them, maybe helping people to understand them and kind of get that idea that these guys, they're not harmful. They're not going to hurt you. Like if they're so much better in your yard, so don't kill them because they're helping you out. Just like, you know, the spiders and mantises do. They, they, they keep the, the pest critters away for the most part. And, uh, I'm sorry. The name doesn't help attacking bug. It doesn't help. Right? It doesn't help with their, you know, their, their PR, their PR guy was like, yeah. He's like, ah, well, you call the assassin bug. And that's, why that's are they the assassin bugs? So they got that. They, why are they assassin bugs? Do you know why they're called that? Well, they actually assassinate the prey, don't they? they so I sit there and assassinate the prey. So I'm assuming that's why they're called assassin bugs. I yeah. think so too. I think it's because they are kind of sneaky. They will come up behind their prey item and they just kind of scoop it up and give it a good stab with that proboscis. And uh, yeah, I think that's why they're called assassin bugs because, you know, they are like little assassins. I love that though. <laughs> I think it's really cool. Um, it's not I, good for the PR though, is it? It's, not, it's just no good for the PR. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Because, you know, it, you it, hear assassin swear and say stuff but yeah yeah absolutely there's <laughs> nothing name in itself just makes it sound scary so um i agree i agree you know, even more than spider he's like yeah you know, yeah they are little bug with a knife you know what i mean it's gonna yeah again i can't swear which i'd love to uh but, <laughs> yeah, you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying you and me both simon you and me both <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's 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 yeah. just not a good name. Uh, yeah, help with with people understanding them and uh, accepting them as as yes. something useful rather than you know something nasty that's sitting there in a tree waiting to jump on you. Because that's right. what like the assassin bug. I mean, our assassin bugs are well, nothing. We can't really see the tiny, tiny things, and we don't have many anyway. Um, they don't appear to like temperate climates, which is uh, which is sad for me. I mean, Aww. we have very little here in in the way of bugs, but assassin bugs even even less. We do have a mitra. We do have quite a lot of a mitra in in the UK. But oh, well, that's cool. Bugs. Like we've we've got a lot of leaf bugs and stink bugs and uh, leaf hoppers and stuff like that. But uh, and hell of a lot of aphids, especially on my roses. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, a pain in the neck, but uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. It, it's it's it'd be nice to actually if I if I was like went over to see you, I'd probably spend an entire day in the garden looking mm -hmm. for different books that we don't have. Uh, and assassin books would definitely be one of the ones top of my list, especially a real book. I really love a real book. I think they, they are. They are such cool little characters. I mean, they're they're fascinating. You know, they. I know the the two spotted guys that I have. They they're not super active until food appears, and yeah. then they start kind of they start wandering around and like they want to get get to those crickets. So it would probably be a, pretty easy to find a few because they're not going to run from you. They're not gonna you know they're not constantly moving like a lot of other insects do um so i bet they're pretty easy to find <laughs> i should imagine I can... yeah, I mean, yeah you have so many as well i mean 160 of them that's that's a lot of choices yeah you know, that's quite a few find some assassin books but you mm -hmm. know i made the mistake of the the tank they're in wasn't made for them uh oh, the no. background, the background they can actually i made background with rocks it's all rocks glued together to go up the back Okay. In between each sort of thing, and they can they can actually get down the back. So they spend oh, all wow. the day down the back, and you never see them. So during the day, <laughs> it's a terrarium, and then oh wow, that's going dust, and you put food in. All of a sudden, uh -huh. you have this massive movement that's that's catching the food, and they all come out from the back, and you know, and they're all out there. It's it's, it's really cool. 
So I've got a That's one. and you know an assassin fizz tank at night. It's great. I love it. I love it. That's wonderful. How funny that they all hide behind the. Uh... Yeah, look at that. I put the nymphs, and I thought, oh, they're hiding behind the back now. They won't be able to do it when they get bigger. But yeah, they yeah, get down the back as well. They all hide behind the back. It's really, <laughs> it's so disappointing to be honest. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. I mean, mine definitely prefer the core ground that I have in there. So I have a a pretty good good sized chunk of of a cork round um that i put into their enclosure and they i mean they pretty much don't leave it like they they stay right on that thing um and they molt upside down so that's another interesting thing about them is that when they when they are going through their life cycles um we we say life cycle and molting but that that's actually what it is when they molt they are changing into the next life cycle yeah um and they do it upside down. So they're hanging from, you know, like a leaf or the part of the core ground. And as they molt, they just kind of slip right out of their old exoskeleton. And um, and I know mantises do it upside down as well, like from hanging from branches or leaves. Uh, so that's really quite fascinating. Do you know why they do that? Uh, what, I mean, why they molt? Yeah, no, why they molt upside down. Like what is... I don't you know, know, like it's probably easier just to slide out of it, isn't it? If you upside down, I think so. Gravity, sure. They must have sussed out by now that gravity is going to help them slide out. So why not hang upside down and let gravity help you? Yep, you know? gravity, gravity Gra just gra pulls you right out. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah! How fun! No, I agree. I this is hang upside down to mount. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not all of them. No, so, so actually you can molt on the floor like uh, cockroaches. So there you go. Oh, wow. That's just a That's rather a... interesting fact. So Yeah, no, I love it. I appreciate all the facts, Like. Uh, I think that's that's fascinating. I didn't actually realize that there were species that didn't molt upside down like that. So that's yeah, yeah. incredible. Not many, not many, but there are some. Yeah. Sure, because I, I know tarantulas, uh, you know, they molt upside down, but they, they pretty much will lay out like a little molting mat of webbing, mm. and then they lay on their back. So they're not actually hanging upside down from anything. They just kind of lay on their back, and all tarantulas do it the exact same way. So It's uh, terrifying. It is. It really it's is terrifying. It's terrifying to watch, especially if, it's, if someone's <laughs> being open. It's like... This crazy thing is black. It looks. They if twitch. You don't like spiders, like yeah, I'm not a big fan of tarantulas. It's yeah. absolutely terrifying to watch a, a tarantula molting. It's 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 one of the most scary things ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and it's pretty terrifying for keepers too because. Uh, that's that's when uh, you know if you're gonna lose a tarantula, you're probably gonna lose it during a molt. That's their most vulnerable time. Uh, it's it's tricky. I mean, it's really hard for them. Plus, it's kind of a telltale. Like, if your husbandry is on point and you're doing really great, then your tarantula is probably going to molt really well. Uh, but if you're not doing very well with that husbandry, say your tarantula's health really isn't so great, uh, then you're going to find out during the molt because they'll get stuck or, you know, that they, they won't molt completely or properly. Um, so yeah, it is really, really scary for a whole lot of different reasons. <laughs> but I can I, imagine. I, that's another just, beauty of the yes, that's in both go. You, you don't have to worry about that. Nope, not at all. Yeah, not at all. Like I mean humidity right. You know, as long as you've got some humidity, fifty to sixty percent, mm -hmm. they're quite happy. I mean they'll live higher humidity as well, but fifty to sixty they're, they're absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. no, my Pretty my little in most in, in most countries i mean it's not, it doesn't get 50 to 60 here um, no. in in a normal house but um in most countries it, it sort of does so they're pretty yeah. good pets for that you don't really have to give them anything you don't yeah. need a tremendous amount of heat either they're, they're not like oh we need 40 no. degrees no no they're, they're, they're quite happy uh, that's centigrade by the way i <laughs> just realized you're right no worries don't worry um, 98 isn't it um 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, they're pretty good for that. I um, I like like I've got them over there near the window, so it must drop to about sixteen degrees in, in the nighttime, sure. and they're quite happy. You know, they're not they, they go a bit slower, but they don't die. So right. Thing. I mean, they are from Africa, and people think, oh, Africa, that's really hot. Uh, not everywhere it's not, and at night. Not everywhere. In right. Is at night it gets really really cold. So well, I think you know, I, I think it's easy to kind of assume how things would be in Africa, but yeah. the one thing that I think people forget to realize about Africa is that it's such a large continent. There yeah. are so many different kind of climates all throughout, uh, you know, Africa. Like there, you've got a bit of tropical rainforest. There's you know the Sahara Desert, which that's where the hot, the heat is going to be is in that, you know, the Sahara desert there and the, um, like over by Morocco and Egypt and these regions. I mean, they're just, these are really, really hot places, but you go a bit South, you know, you get a little further South than the tropical rainforest area. So you, you're, you're traveling to the grasslands of the Serengeti where, yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be about 70, 80 degrees, which is not, and in Fahrenheit, like, uh, what is that, 26? You know, no, and... 24, 24, 20, 24 to 27 degrees. I mean, I, right. I, have to, I have to plot all the countries in Africa because of all the mantis. So yeah. it, it's... What I do um, is is generally when I, when I get a new species. Uh, sure. Of whatever it is, it can be assassin bugs, it can be mantis, yeah. or whatever. I will check daily for several weeks mm -hmm. what the temperature is in that country at the time. And you get the temperature, everything, and you then you can work out an average temperature uh, uh -huh. of what they're going to have during the day and what they probably need during the night. I mean, it's some, you've got to remember in Africa, we've got, we've got family in, in Durban. Uh, oh, yeah. It snows there. It snows. Yeah. My yeah. wife's Angola, which is bloody hot all the time. And you've got mm -hmm. Congo next door, which is, is pretty much just a jungle. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it's like... So it's many different climates all, all throughout that, you know, yeah. all throughout that region. So it's, it's I, I feel like it... Place. Yeah, yeah you're doing place. a huge disservice to Africa if you're just assuming that it's hot everywhere because... Yeah. You know, it, it's not. <laughs> oh, it's not bloody not, and, and it, you probably know because the way you live, deserts get bloody cold at night. Yes, they do. You know, yes, ridiculously hot during the day, ridiculously cold at night. Uh -huh. If you're a bug and you live there, you are hardy. You can put up with some crap. You, you can put up with some stuff. Oh yeah, you for real. <laughs> that's the sort yeah. of book you want to be keeping yeah. if you're new to the hobby you don't want something that needs exactly 26.2 degrees you want something right that you can go ah oh, chuck that in that tent it'll be fine yeah I, i'm not going to kill it you know it's, it's going to be fine it's going to be happy i'm not going to kill it it's going to be healthy that's mm -hmm. great that's the sort of book you want so assassin books are fantastic pets if you're coming into the hobby as well I think, I think so too. I think they're really great starter inverts for, you know, for somebody who's interested in keeping those, you know, invertebrates or, or just getting interested in entomology, possibly. Assassin yeah. bugs are freaking awesome for that. Because just like you said, they are hardy. They, you know, they come from all over the world, which means they are, they're not going to have those super specific husbandry requirements like some tarantulas do. Um, or some, you know, mantises do. I know the orchid mantis is very, very fragile, and they absolutely have to have, you know, 70 to 80% humidity at all times. Uh, I think I had one, and I do remember that anywhere below 75 degrees was actually bad for this poor mantis. Like, 70, you know, 70 to 75 degrees was okay, but anything less than that was, was almost death sentence. So... Yeah. They're just you know right, just start going slow they get lethargic yeah uh, yeah yeah humidity you don't need it that high you, 
you do for when they're, they're molting, it's a good idea. Oh, sure. High humidity all the time. So you've got this, you've got this situation where you've got to monitor your mm -hmm. pet all the time to make sure its environment is correct. Whereas we're yeah. saying assassin bugs, not really. They're not like that. Yeah, no. they're not like that at all. You know. Terrarium. I just water the plants down again. That's it. You know, give it a quick spray. Yeah. I, yeah. Pickets in, and that's it. You know, just watch yeah. them. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Excellent. that's not to say that. I wouldn't say that they're a pet that you could neglect and that would be fine because I mean I don't think you should neglect any of your pets no. um, but they're not one that's going to be you know like if you accidentally forget to water them on on Saturdays which you usually do or whatever like they're not going to die from that you know um, so yeah they're they're really great they're very hardy they they are really great eaters they're a ton of fun to watch um they're beneficial to the environment and uh i i just love them i think they are some of the coolest ones i want to get so many more species of them because they are fantastic creatures and yeah so i guess that's that's all i got on assassin bugs do you have anything more how many species of assassin bugs do you actually have in america i know like that in the hobby in the hobby i would say two or three actually yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure that there's more than like the two spotted the Terranopta or uh, the Horridas. And yeah. I I mean I'm sure there's probably some native species to here to the states that people probably keep. Um but that's all I know of. I might have to look around and see if I can't find um like more different species that people keep. But Man, that's why I'm saying they're so underrated because they're just, you know, they're really, really cool. And we should be keeping a lot more of them for sure. Well, over here, we have like the, the two or three species. Uh, you've mm. got the white spots, you've got the yellow spots, and you've got mm -hmm. the and, and that is sort of it as far as assassin books are, are, are concerned for availability. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, Africa's a big place. It's got quite a few different assassin bugs. Uh, I'm going to guess that they probably have the majority of species that, that probably yeah. live in Africa. I, I think I Africa, would bet. Africa and Asia and probably uh -huh. South America, top end of South America, South and Central, is, is oh, sure. probably where the, the really cool ones are that you'd want to keep as a pet. I mean, they don't have to have loads of different colors to keep as a pet. Right. You know, they just have to be cool. That's that's you know that's the thing, isn't it? You, you yeah. know, it's cool. I mean, yeah, it's heck yeah. It's a cool looking. I want something that's cool, like hunting and stuff. So it, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, uh, that is jet black thing. But as long as it's like weird or something, you know, goes for it. I I love how social they are. I I really love watching them like pick on each other and kind of like stealing <laughs> food from one. Of, I mean, I think that's the funnest thing about them. Like, they are super super cool and social and just for me, that's what does it. I love that they're colorful and it is really fun to watch them eat. But that social aspect is where it's at. <laughs> I think very much so. Very much so. I, yeah. I, it's a question I always get asked. People will, will send me a message on, on wherever, Facebook or whatever. I don't look uh -huh. at, uh, does this mantis, you know, live with other mantis? I, I get that question so many times. I have to say, no. I go, okay, thanks. And that's it. They don't buy a mantis. So, <laughs> right. That sucks. You know, it, it does. It does suck. Yeah. Because you've yeah. got a lot of people like, used to keeping things like isopods where you've got hundreds of them or ants. Oh, yeah. Hundreds or thousands of them. And, and right. like, oh, I think I'll get into another invert. And then right. the spiders don't like each other. And they'll ask about mantis, but they never ever go, you got any assassin bugs? And they question. Oh, it's just so frustrating how underrated they really are. I oh. mean, they're 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 so much cooler because of that social thing. And uh I mean, nothing against mantis. I love mantises. I love my tarantulas. Um, but they're not, you know, playing with one another. They're not picking on each other and stuff. We have to keep them separated. Otherwise, you are going to, you know, you're going to have one big fat one. Uh, <laughs> you know? 
actually yeah. experienced that yeah, in the last week. So oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, one of mine got got munched on by another one, but not when it was breeding. Well, we've been out, and that's the first time ever. Uh, oh, gee. So, oh well. Yeah, I can imagine. But yeah, um, that's what I think. So. Yeah. But it's asking books. You know, fine. I I gotta ask. Uh, I I I got a friend who, who likes taking pictures of the of the insects. So. Oh, um, cool. And it's it's. It does professional stuff, so what I'm going to do next time is say, oh, about taking some photographs with assassin books. And then I can plaster them and spam them all over Facebook and Instagram and everywhere. And, you know, hopefully yeah. bump it up a little bit and see, see, you know, get more people into them because they are super cute. Yeah, they're and really cool. Absolutely. Them, I don't know about America, but here they are cheap. Oh, yeah. No, uh, here well, in the States, I've got... I got my three for about $12. So I got $12 and I got three, which is a really good start, you know, kind of a good starting point. Um, a lot of breeders, like the more you buy, the cheaper they're going to be. So uh, here in the States, I mean, you kind of got to go through breeders. I'm not sure. I haven't seen assassin bugs being offered on um, like some of the websites that we can go to for, for like tarantulas or other inverts like micro wilderness or bugs in cyberspace. I haven't actually seen assassin bugs being offered on those sites. We saw um, <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, you, the UK, you guys always beat us on all kinds of stuff. So, <laughs> what it, are you going to do? Well, the books, the books, I think it's just because it's easier for us to sell things than it is for you. I think so too. I mean, inverts inverts don't get covered by any laws here. Right, right, right. You know, well, and something inverts just like food does. So if you sell live crickets, it's a different situation for selling these guys. Just like yeah, it's sure. just an insect. We don't care. Yeah, yeah right. Basically, <laughs> well, the states. I mean, the care. states is is huge. It's like three thousand miles worth of of lands. You know that that if you're selling something on on a website or something like you have to consider that shipping and everything like that um whereas in the uk you know you guys are a little closer together so it probably is a lot easier to 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 sell and buy and sell there um so yeah it's i think that's probably the biggest factor in in that possibly the postal costs in the u.s yeah, um, no, it costs quite a bit more. Yeah, yeah, I know it's a, a friend of mine uh, got some ice bugs, and mm -hmm. I saw, I saw physically saw on the unboxing uh, on the mm -hmm. ice box, yeah, twenty eight dollars. Yeah, amongst this little box of ice bugs. Like, oh, yeah, that costs more than the ice bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, it's a thing. It's really it's a thing. Truly ridiculous. It's... Like eight pounds. <laughs> if I if I sent something yeah. today for eight pounds, I could guarantee that it'd be in somebody's, you know, at the other person's house before one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh. That's, that's a guarantee. <laughs> that's right. So I just send it. So it's it's much easier if I if I'm sending a mantis or assassin books, I'm quite confident sure. that arrive provide me a pack to okay. I, yeah, they're going to arrive alive in less than twenty-four hours. The guy's going to be opening that box. So yeah, and it, it's such it it's such easier. a big difference. Yeah, such a such a difference I mean, I here because be, it's we can't yeah, do that. Texas like, <laughs> is is a massive massive. You've got to fly stuff there, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's no there's no creating a back of a van and driving no. there. Right, but, you know, no. the next day I'll just jump in the van. But here we can. I mean, even if it was a Scotland, <laughs> you could you could still get it the same day. If, yeah, if you drove it there, so it's it's considerable difference between your postal services. And yeah, absolutely. What makes, what makes it difficult in the USA uh, to, to promote the hobby as a whole? Because mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, but we do we do have some really great expos that you know if you um, if you go to the expos and stuff guaranteed you're going to find 
inverts and you know species that are really relatively uncommon like so that's always kind of a bonus and then also when you buy it you you can take it home that day so that's that's kind of a cool thing um but yeah i think it's time for our shameless plug uh it's the end of our end of our hour so simon what do you got coming up this week what do you think uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> these guys laying oofs and yeah. uh, another couple laying oofs, so no more than that. Awesome. Um, I should have some more Mantis for sale very shortly. Awesome. I've got some sale now, but uh, I should have more species for sale soon. Uh, okay. I should have books, assassin books for sale soon. So I'm just oh, how exciting. a bit bigger. And then they'll they'll be uh, they'll be available as well. Uh, lots and lots of stuff. Uh, we're going to be opening our website shortly, so I will plug that and get to the point. I will be plugging that a lot. Uh, Wonderful. Hopefully, if my neck and my back behaves this week, I should be able to <laughs> squeeze in a couple of videos. Uh, good. Neglected my channel big time for the last two weeks because I've been suffering. So yeah, I'm gonna oh. get back to the horse uh, and and do some more videos. I think very soon. And of course, Leah, your wonderful channel. What are you doing on your channel? Oh yeah. Um. Actually, this week I'm gonna be doing a video where I've got I've actually got ten tarantulas that need rehoused. So I'm gonna I'm probably gonna do five in one video and then five in the next video. So it's not gonna be a species spotlight. I'm just gonna do like a mass load of tarantulas getting into new homes so be looking out for that um and then the other thing i've got i've got babies i've got little baby fitipus oddocks that i'm oh. trying to pawn off on everybody i can possibly think of um they're really cute they're i mean they're cute i love them uh but i i don't want this many because they're it's hard to feed so many <laughs> but yeah so there's that uh otherwise yeah, Tarantulia, check out Inverticast. Uh, there's a new Arachnophobia movie that's coming out uh, probably within the next couple of years. And it looks like they used uh, actual species of like tarantulas and spiders, kind of like uh, what they did in Eight-Legged Freaks. So that's kind of, that's going to be fascinating and interesting. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, otherwise, that's all I got. <laughs> What's the point then? Yeah. So on a list of movies never to see. <laughs> well, you would be surprised. Uh Eight Legged Freaks is actually a really fun movie. It's not not really scary. It's just funny. Yeah, but, I, you know, I, it's, I actually bought that. I actually bought the DVD for that. It's a great it. movie. I love it. I mean I it's funny. But yeah, it's uh yeah. it, it was <laughs> Uh, I think the only thing I remember is that all of the spiders come out of that man or woman's mouth, I can't remember, something like that. And the spiders yeah, it. That just, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of kooky. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about all that, but uh, yeah. So. But yeah, if, you, if you're into that sort of thing, then yeah, that, go, for <laughs> go for it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But I've been but, looking uh, at spider rehouses because. Um, Yes. Ours, ours are due a rehouse. We've got two new spiders this week. Oh, um, how fun. So uh, please don't ask me what they are. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> because obviously I'll it's have to ask Lily. The spiders. It's, it's Liliana who keeps the spiders. Yeah. So she's she got yeah. two new ones this week. Uh, oh, one wonderful. Of, one of them is a... Bumba Arida. Bumba Oh, cool. So the Brazilian redhead. I believe it's with her. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. And it was uh, a dwarf tarantula. And she's telling me what they are. Oh, vegans. Oh, little cuddle vegans. Yeah. Uh, the Mexican red rump. Awesome. Yeah, that's, the one. that's the one. It's yeah. tiny, that one. How cool. How fun. I'm, well, congratulations. That's fantastic. Was, I love it. Presents. It was actually presents from. Uh, from uh, Love Bites or Sharon. Uh, oh. She, she, she went to a show last weekend and she, she 
brought us these spiders for Lil. So oh, that's, that was pretty cool of it. That is, some, some banana brooches. Oh, cool. So I got Emily, who added, added to the, the room, as it were, this week. Yeah, these the are, menagerie. Like, <laughs> it, these are pets. I mean, it's not like stock. I mean, I can tell you what stock we got, but yeah, you know, it's a bit dull. But these are pets. So I got banana brooches, and she got a couple of spiders. So we're going to do some uh, rehousing because a lot of the spiders have molted now. So we want to get into uh, something more permanent because they're in the, okay. the boxes. So yeah, we'll be watching, definitely, definitely watching your rehousing. I, I will be watching for that. Absolutely. Well, in the meantime, thank you so much, everybody, for, for checking out Inverticast yeah. and joining us for this wonderful talk about assassin bugs. Get out there, check out some assassin bugs. Hopefully, uh, we can kind of boost them in the hobby because they're just too underrated for as cool of a pet they are. But again, um, thank you, everybody. We absolutely love you. Don't forget to love your inverts. We will see you next time. See ya. <laughs>